Hey, I want to welcome everybody to the Rockin' Dad podcast. I am your host, Rick Allen. Today's episode couldn't be done on any better of a day than Father's Day. I want to wish everybody out there a happy Father's Day. I hope you're enjoying your family, your time, whatever it is you're doing. Enjoy the day. So with that being said, our first episode is going to be a little bit about me, who I am. So you get an idea of what your host is about what this podcast is about, and where I'd like to see this podcast go. We're also going to do a little bit of a history lesson for those of you who don't know how Father's Day came about. Some interesting stuff there. And towards the end of this episode, we are going to give you details on how you could possibly be the first person to win some Rockin' Dad podcast swag. That's right. I've got some swag to give away. But Do you have what it takes? Find out towards the end of this episode and see if you do. So for those who don't know me, my name is Rick Allen. I am the host of the Rockin' Dad podcast. I'm also a 51-year-old father of a soon-to-be three-year-old. You heard that right. I'm 51 years old. I am what they consider a late-in-life father. Now, depending on who you talk to and what search engine you use, that varies anywhere from 40, 45, 50. It has been an insane ride for me. Obviously, this wasn't something that was planned, but I wouldn't change this for the world because I've learned a lot about myself. I've learned a lot about my son, and I have strengthened my relationship with my fiance through this because Let's face facts. At 51 years old, I'm set in my ways. When I found out she was pregnant, I was 48. Still set in my ways. I didn't know what kind of role model I was going to be. I knew that I cussed too much. Through my life, I didn't always make the best choices. Some I regret. Some I don't regret. Some choices I made I'm not proud of. Some I am proud of. But being 48 at the time... Is kind of frightening. What kind of role model am I going to be for this child? And that was a lot to take on. So for me, I had a lot of changes that I needed to make. First off, I work in an industry where, well, it's male dominated. So with that kind of environment, you have a lot of foul language that goes on. And that's for 10, 12 hours a day. When you come home, that filter doesn't always shut off like you would like it to. So there are times you're having a discussion and something pops out and it seems like my son, I can say an entire sentence. And if there's a cuss word in it, that's the word that he resonates to. And although he doesn't know the context of what he's saying, that word suddenly becomes something that is repeated over and over and over and over and over again. So you really have to watch what you say. My son, him and I have a very special bond. He's tightly bond to me. Everything I do, everything I say, anything I'm doing, anything I'm working on, this kid wants to do the same thing. Now that I'm doing a podcast, this is something that he sets up his little workbench in the living room for, sets up his little, you know, leapfrog and sets it up and he's doing a podcast now. 
So pretty much anything I do, this child wants to do as well. So I have to be very careful in the things that I say around the house. That's not an easy chore to do, but I work on it. There are times I slip and he happily reminds me that I've slipped because he'll pop it off as soon as he can. As I said, this has been a wild ride. I am 51 years old now. He is almost three. He's a couple months shy of being three years old. And he is a mini me. People look at him and they look at me and they're like, wow, I would never have to ask for a DNA test because this kid looks so much like me. It's not funny. So the jokes be like, oh, yeah, I don't know who the father is. People look at me and go, yeah, we know exactly who the father is. And that would be you. I love this child unconditionally. He is my world. And with that being said, there are a lot of changes, like I said, I had to make. And those things and the choices that I made over the years, I don't want him to make those same mistakes. So my job is to guide him to keep him from making those same mistakes. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to force his decisions. I just want to guide him. Because no matter what mistakes that he makes, the choices he does, I'm always going to support him. I'm always going to love him unconditionally. You know, it don't matter what goes on in his life. I will always be there for him until my dying breath. That's how I was raised. You got to understand I was born in 1970. My son was born in 2019. There are decades of generation gap there. Decades. So the way I was raised is far different than the way I raised my son. I was raised, I loved my dad. Don't get me wrong. I love my dad. I miss my dad. He died back in November of 2001. And every day I miss him. He was a strong role model for me. Him and I didn't always see eye to eye, but he was an amazing man. Worked hard, drank beer on the weekends, but always worked hard kept a roof over our heads, kept the bills paid, was a great man. But with that being a great man, I also kind of lived in a little bit of fear. I was always scared that, you know, the mistake I would make, he'd end up killing me for, you know? And I know that's funny now. Back then, you know, being a kid, I was kind of ruled by a little bit of fear. I try not to do that with my son now. But those are things that you have to adapt to and things you have to change about life. I'm not saying the way I was was raised was wrong. I'm just saying it's not quite how I want to raise my son. I have total and complete respect for my father. He did a wonderful job. I wouldn't be the man I was today without his guidance. Like I said, we didn't always see eye to eye. He expected me to follow in his footsteps And I always had different dreams and hopes that I wanted to follow. So for the longest time there, him and I always butt heads. For me and my son, that's a little bit different of a story because him and I, my three-year-old or close to three-year-old son, we have a unique bond where I played guitar since I was 10 years old. And we have this music connection. He loves all kinds of music, everything from Cuban to country to heavy metal One of his favorite bands, and I am not saying that they're a sponsor of this video or anything like that, but one of his favorite bands is Leo from Leapfrog Studios. 
he does a lot of these videos of cover songs throughout different genres. And he always, in some of his videos, dresses up as a white bunny. And my son is totally infatuated with these videos. He loves the bunny. I am a purist, heavy metal person. I've, like I said, I was born in 1970. I grew up through the 80s. I played guitar since I was 10. I'd been in 80s bands. I had played for years. I'm 51. I still have guitars hanging up on my wall. I play. Um, I also took up photography for probably about 10 years where I was not only shooting models, but I was also going to concerts and shooting concert footage like for the Scorpions, Ted Nugent, Huey Lewis in the News, Rick Springfield, uh, just to name a few. Music has always been a huge passion of mine, and it seems to be something my son has taken on as well. Therefore, that's how the Rockin' Dad podcast name came about. This project was kind of born from another project that I'm doing where I'm doing kind of a video audio journal for my son because let's face facts. I'm 51. You know, you never know how long you have in life. But for me, I remember being a kid and listening to my dad's stories of when he was in the military over in Germany, when he was stationed over there, um, jokes that he would tell stories of family. And once those people pass away, you still remember those stories, but they're not the same. You, the, the remembrance of those people telling those stories, their voice becomes kind of disintegrated to a certain extent. And although you can remember those stories, it's not the same. So for me doing this video audio journal for my son is a way for down the road when I'm no longer here, and he's older and needs advice, wants to hear a story that he, you know, remembered me telling or wants to see him and I interacting when he was a kid, just to be reminded of what kind of father I was. That's something that I wish my dad would have done for me because he'll be able to look at these videos, see me, see how him and I interacted, see the things that I would talk about, the stories I would tell. And he always have that remembrance of my voice, the look on my face, the, the emotion and everything that I miss of my father. I mean, I can close my eyes a million times and picture my dad, but it's not the same. And so for me, this is kind of my gift. And with that project came the podcast because I've been through things between PTSD diagnosed with cancer, um, screwing up in my relationship with my fiance, who's my son's mother. I've learned a lot of things. And so for me, all these things are quite important. And they're things that I want to share, not only with you as the audience, but also I want my son to be able to have access to these down the road. Now, I'm on all kinds of social media. I'm on Twitter. I'm on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I even have a YouTube channel. Unfortunately, this episode's not going to have video because we had some technical difficulties that dealt with my cams. And hopefully by the next episode, they'll be up and running. But for right now, we're doing strictly audio on this episode. So hopefully by the second episode, you'll get to see who I am. It's not like it's anything spectacular. I'm just an average guy. 
I work my ass off. I take care of my family and I spend the time that I can with them outside of work. And that to me is the most important thing. On this podcast, I will be talking about some serious subjects, things that I'm experienced with. I'll have guests on here that have experience with other things. I'll have relationship advice and I'll have funny stories about my life as being a new dad. Understandably, you know, this podcasting would be for everybody. But even if I reach a few people out there who get some kind of lesson from it or some kind of feeling or some kind of information or anything, to me, that makes it worth it. I'm not in this to make money, although it is nice. And I do have and will be setting up ways to support this channel and support my podcast because this does take money out of my pocket, but I feel passionate about it and I hope to be around for a long time. Um, hopefully down the road, it won't be such a solo podcast. It'll actually be a me as a host and have a co-host as well. I also hope to have guests on here. One of my first guests that I would love to have on here, because I talk about late in life fathers a lot, would be Nikki Six from the band Motley Crue. Just because I'm a huge fan, diehard heavy metal, hair metal from the 80s. Motley Crue is one of those bands that I grew up with that I just, I, I simply loved. Although I'm a guitar player and by rights, Mick Mar Mick Mars should be the one that I'm just, you know, fanning over to me. Nikki six always had the most interesting stories about his life. And he's always been like center stage for the band. So for me, Nikki Six, if you're listening, I would love to have you on this podcast and interview you not only about being a completely talented artist and bass player, but your time is trying to, you know, be a father as well as your career. So if you're listening to Nikki Six, I'd love to have you on the program. As I said, we're going to have a lot of different subjects on here. The amount of time will vary. Right now, this will probably be a short one. But I hope to get these anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes after that. So as far as the history lesson goes, we have Father's Day. Father's Day, for those who did not know, the nation's first Father's Day was celebrated on June 19th, 1910, but only in the state of Washington. It wasn't until 1972, 58 years after President Woodrow Wilson made Mother's Day official, that the day honoring fathers became a nationwide holiday in the United States. Mother's Day, when it was introduced back in 1860s, but it didn't become a commercial holiday until 1908. A lady named Anna Jarvis, who wanted to honor her own mother by making Mother's Day a national holiday, the John Wanamaker Department Store in Philadelphia sponsored a service dedicated to mothers in its auditorium. Now, with that being said, that took off. Now, thanks to a large part to this association with retailers who saw great potential for profit in the holiday, Mother's Day caught on right away. And in 1909, 45 states observed the day, and in 1914, President Woodrow Wilson approved a resolution that made the second Sunday in May a holiday in honor of that tender, gentle army, the Mothers of America. Now, unfortunately, the campaign to celebrate the nation's fathers didn't meet with the same enthusiasm. 
And that's probably because, as one florist explained, fathers haven't the same sentimental appeal that mothers have. Basically, florists and those who profited during Mother's Day wouldn't gain the same kind of profitability that they would on Father's Day. Because, let's face facts, back then, men weren't real keen on receiving flowers. That was strictly a female thing. So on July 5th, 1908, a West Virginia church sponsored the nation's first event explicitly in honor of fathers. It was a Sunday sermon in memory of 362 men who had died in a previous December's explosion at the Fairmont Coal Company mines. But it was a one-time commemoration and not an annual holiday. But the next year in 1909... A Spokane, Washington woman named Sonora Smart Dodd, who is one of six children raised by a widower, tried to establish an official equivalent to Mother's Day for male parents. She lobbied by going to local churches, the YMCA, shopkeepers, and government officials to drum up support for her idea, and she was successful. Washington State celebrated the nation's first statewide Father's Day on June 19, 1910. Now, slowly the holiday spread, and in 1916, President Wilson honored the day by using a telegraph signals to unfurl a flag in Spokane when he pressed a button in Washington, D.C. Then again, in 1924, President Calvin Coolidge urged state governments to observe Father's Day. Today, The day honoring fathers is celebrated in the United States on the third Sunday of June every year. So for those who didn't know, that's a little bit of the history of how Father's Day came about. If you're still hanging in there, for those who are interested, we have a contest. This is something new that I thought I would start. I am a huge fan of dad jokes. Love them, watch them, laugh at them, think they're great. So, you want to be the first to win some Rockin' Dad podcast swag? Then I've got a project for you. In my social media, or if you want to go to rockandadpodcast.com, there will be a contest link. In that link, you can write to me, send me a video or just send me audio, and I want your best dad joke. If it makes me laugh, and I'm talking, it really needs to make me laugh. If it does. On my next episode, on July 2nd, I will put that joke forward, and you will be the first to win some Rockin' Dad podcast swag. Right now, we have a custom t-shirt and a custom coffee mug to give away. I know it's probably not a lot, but prizes will get better as we go along. Do you think you have what it takes? I'm a hard man to make laugh sometimes. So bring your A game. Send me your best dad jokes because I want to hear them. I want to know what you think's funny. And if you're chosen, you will win a t-shirt and a coffee mug. Now, before I wrap this up, I want to give a shout out to Cherillium Dream Jewelry. They are a sponsor of our podcast. They do custom jewelry, jewelry in general. They want to make your dream your reality. 
You build your relationship day by day, creating your beautiful connection with the one you love. You work hard to form your future, making that harder vision that you've dreamt of since you were a child a reality. You've cried from the pain and cried for the joy. Your world has been turned upside down since the moment you first laid eyes on your gorgeous little angel. No matter where you are in life, Trillium Dreams Jewelry is here to bring your jewelry dream to life. Take a break, set back and dream. Let Trillium Dreams take over the work. You deserve a unique jewelry to symbolize and fit your unique and one-of-a-kind life. They have a lot of amazing jewelry. They are our number one sponsor. So check them out at TrilliumDreamJewelry.com. I want to thank everybody for listening for today's podcast. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Happy Father's Day. And we'll see you again next Saturday.